I'm Richard Randall, and welcome to The Real Estate Voice with my friend, Barb Schlinker, owner of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. This is the weekly radio show that informs and educates you on how to buy or to sell real estate with Colorado Springs Real Estate Authority. That is Barb Schlinker. Barb is a retired Navy veteran. She's an author, a pilot. She enjoys all that Colorado Springs has to offer with her amazing team. Barb, as always, it's great to see you and to get back and get after this again. We're going to be talking about reasons why a buyer may back out of buying a home. Nobody even wants to think about this ha- happening. No, and it, it you know it's devastating for home sellers when it does happen. They're not expecting it. There's there you know when you have a real estate transaction, unfortunately, there are a few things that are definitely out of your control. Mm-hmm. Things like whether or not the buyer could get financing. Sometimes it's just the buyer's opinion. And unfortunately, in the state of Colorado, the laws are very heavily lopsided in favor of the buyer. Wow. The buyer has 11 different reasons to back out of a contract. A lot of it just has to do with, well, I decided I don't want it anymore, or I don't like the paint color, or just something silly half the time. Yet a seller has really effectively no way to back out of a contract unless the buyer lets them. Well, and that's why I think it is so important to have an advocate, somebody who is not just looking out for you, but who has been through this, has the experience, knows the Colorado rules, the law, and has practical experience in dealing with all of this. And so let me give you the number right off the bat. The best way to contact Barb Schlinker is at 719-301-3900. Again, that's 719-301-3900. And let's get to it then, Barb. 11 reasons why. Let's start with what some of those reasons why a buyer would back out and and, uh, work our way up all the way to inspections? Well, um, typically the top reasons have to do with the inspection. For for one reason or another, they're not satisfied with the condition of the home. And we, um, our team really works hard to try and solve all those issues. So the, the normal flow is you get a contract, you order title, and the next step is for the buyer's agent to order the inspection. And the buyer pays for the inspection, and they also pick the inspector. Now, here's the problem with inspections in Colorado. Nobody has to be licensed to be an inspector or certified. I could say I'm an inspector. I could say that I'm an inspector. inspector. You could hire me. I come out, and there's things I like and I don't like, and you just have to deal with it. That's right. Amazing. Right. And so it becomes really frustrating because there's some things that aren't valid. Maybe the inspector doesn't understand the house. There are other things that are valid. So – you know, it's, there's a myriad of things, but probably the most common inspection items that we see are um, coming from first-time home buyers. A lot of times, they just get terrified. It's a big commitment for most first-time home buyers to buy a home. It really is. It's, well, and it's, we always have fear of the unknown, right? I mean, yeah. and it's an unknown when you're going into a huge transaction like that. Right. How do you deal with that? You know. I, I really love working with first-time home buyers because they're so excited. You know, you kind of forget the excitement of how important it is to them. Yes. Um, because we do it all the time, but for them, it's the biggest deal ever. So they want to know what's happening. They want to know every step of the way, what's going on, what can I expect, what happens next. So we try to take care of that for them. Unfortunately, other forces may get involved, like an inspector, to say, ooh, this house is a wreck, you know, when in fact it's fine. Um 
So sometimes the buyers will back out because maybe the house needs a little bit of updating or improvements, like it needs new windows or something, carpet. And a lot of buyers just don't have it in their budget to invest in those home improvements. You know, but, but I've heard from you that doesn't have to be a deal killer. There no. are so many ways in your years of experience to figure out how – there are people who can find problems and, and kill deals, and there are right. other people who can solve problems and make things happen, and that's you. That's so right. l- let's talk about that. If somebody doesn't have the money to, to take care of some of these repairs as the buyer, what can happen? Well, I mean, there there are ways to do it, but typically we try to encourage the sellers to deal with any deferred maintenance issues up front. That's the best solution. Then, Because most buyers, all they want is to move in and drop their stuff and get on with their lives. Right. They don't want to take on any major repairs like a carpet or new windows or things like that. Of course, they can take their time with those things, but you just have to manage expectations according to the price range. And sometimes people don't have that money. They've invested everything into making the purchase, right? Exactly. Yeah. So that's all they have. Um, but, you know, we can get lenders to help with their closing costs so they can use their closing cost money to do those improvements. There's all kinds of ideas. But the whole objective, really, for a buyer on the home inspection is to, to evaluate whether or not they're comfortable with the key items, health, safety, functionality. Cosmetic stuff they shouldn't worry about. In fact, if there was a caulking issue, as an example, I don't think I'd want the seller caulking. I wouldn't want me caulking for right. anybody. I would, yes. <laughs> I would agree. I would It'd not be a want disaster. Yeah, you're not great with a screwdriver, no. and I'm not either. So we need to be clear about that. But you do have people who are. Yeah, oh yeah. We can recommend handyman that are really great at this kind of thing. It's not very expensive. Um, I've seen on inspections buyers ask for improvements. Like new windows, new carpet, granite counters. I've seen everything. New roof. New roof. Well, new roof is legit. Yeah. And the reason is that if the roof is damaged so bad that it's, it's compromised and their insurance company won't cover it. So typically the seller can file a claim and their claim will cover the cost. Um, but sometimes the opinion of that roof may not be accurate. Like right. we had one recently where – um, one roofer came out and said it's shot. It has to be replaced. And the roofing company that installed it came back out and said, no, it's fine. It needs a repair. You know, the ridge cap and a couple other things need to be fixed, but we'll certify it for more than five years. Wow. So we ended up doing that instead of a whole replacement. So there's a lot of negotiation at that phase, but that's probably the number one reason why a deal would fall through. The number two would be financing. Yeah. And they should have known that up front. And you know, unfortunately, not every buyer, buyer's agent really goes into detail with the buyer to explain to them how important not just a pre-qualification is, which is just a phone call that says, hey, I make this much money. You can pull my credit. You can see my debt. We're good to go. Whereas if they take a little bit of extra time, a week or two before they actually pull the trigger on the house, right. they're going to they're gonna have all their documents into the lender. They're going to be pre-approved. All they have to do is pick the house and get an appraisal. That gives them a lot more confidence that it's going to go through because really neither the buyer nor the seller want a deal to fall apart. You know, I've seen some agents abuse it occasionally where they, what I call shotgun offers, well, they'll make four offers at once and see which one they decide to pick. 
to me, that's an ethical problem. Yeah. You know, and it's not fair to the seller for that to happen, but I've seen it happen. Well, and, and again, uh, you've had experience both representing buyers and sellers and, and trying to make people happy. I mean, that's right. the best part. <laughs> it's hard. You are a happy person when, when you've delivered for people. If you want to get in touch with us, Barb, the easiest way to do that is to search for Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty, or you can reach Barb at 719-301-3900. Again, that's 719-301-3900. Or as always, Barb has the buyers.com. Again, that's Barb has the buyers.com. Let's talk more about some of the other reasons that a, a buyer might back out of a contract. Yeah, well, just going back on the inspection thing. So if a buyer comes and asks for improvements to the home, that's probably out of the scope of what they should be doing, unless it's just completely dysfunctional. But things like, you know, new carpet, new windows, new granite counters, that's an upgrade. And the home would be priced differently if it had those things. So they have to keep in mind they're buying it, you know, as is normal wear, uh, wear and tear accepted. The problem is they think that it's okay for them to do that. So it really takes educating both the buyers on on what's reasonable as well as the sellers. What is reasonable in the inspection process? And there's a difference between what's reasonable and somebody trying to take advantage yeah. of the situation. Yeah. Um, the other reason might be financing, and we just kind of mentioned that, that if they really didn't prepare to buy a home, meaning, you know, get their financial house in order, make sure they've met with the lender, submitted all their documents, because I sit with sellers many times, and we have multiple offers in front of us. Right. So, and I, the buyer's agent is not able to do that. So they have to do it with email to try and sell their buyer to the seller in that scenario. And one of the things I will do if I'll have multiple offers is I'll reach out to the buyer's lender to find out how much they know about them. So let's say I call a lender and I said, hey, I got an offer here on one of your buyers, you know, Joe Smith. And uh, I just wondered if, um, you know, what? Tell me, can you tell me something about the buyer? It's a very open question. Right. But if I hear, you know, typing, right. that means that they don't even know the buyer. Yeah. Right. That's a problem. They probably really haven't dive deep into whether or not that buyer can perform. Um, some And some agents do a really good job at selling their buyers. Some do not. So that's important. The pre-qualification versus pre-approval is a huge thing I would do if I were a buyer and I want to talk to those lenders when these offers come in to make sure that, that I'm, I have this comfort level that this buyer is going to be able to perform. Because I've had deals fall apart further along in the process because they couldn't get financing. Well, and one of the things that I think people need to be reminded is it, it seems intuitive to say that the highest bid is always going to be the deal, but yeah. that's not always true. Oh, no. In fact, I just presented four offers to a seller recently, and they did not take the highest offer. They took the second highest offer that they thought was going to be most successful. And one of the things that the agent did was kind of sell the buyer in her email to me about the buyer's intention and ability to perform as well as she put in a little guarantee that, hey, she knew that the bids were going up over asking price. The buyer's willing to come up with as much as $5,000 in cash if the home does not appraise. That gave that home seller a real good warm fuzzy, and they didn't take the highest offer. We had another offer, on the other hand, in that group where the agent didn't fill out the form properly and asked for the seller to finance the buyer's loan. That's not what she meant, but that's right. what she put in the contract. It's like, okay, you need to hire agents that are competent with what they're doing. <laughs> and the, 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 the seller's response was they just flipped it over and put it aside and said, next. Oh, my goodness. You know? So it's unfortunate that that buyer didn't even get 
get their hat really thrown in the ring because the agent derailed it. We have that sometimes. Um, why are sellers uh, stuck uh, with a, a deal once they accept the contract? Yeah, this is um, this is something that's really um, kind of frustrating for sellers. They don't. Most people don't do this every day, right? We do it every day, but most home sellers don't sell their homes every day, right? So they don't really know how it works. Definitely the process is different state to state. I know in Colorado, once they agree to a contract with a buyer, the seller cannot take out and shoot the buyer if another offer comes in later that's 100000 higher than that one. Oh, wow. They, they're, they've agreed to this contract. Yep. They've executed a contract. And unless the buyer lets them out, they're in it. Now, let the way the buyer, the seller could get out is if the buyer asks for 22 items on the inspection and the seller is unwilling to do it and the buyer is unwilling to withdraw their objection, then the contract um, fails. Right. So that's one out. The other out is if the home doesn't appraise. So I just had a house that the home did not appraise at the agreed upon sales price. Right. But we kind of knew it was coming. We knew that both of the buyers bid way over – what the market would command. So I was prepared the seller for that. I said, hey, this could happen. And sure enough, it did. Well, and that's where the experience all comes in, into yeah. into play and, and explaining these things. And again, Barb's the person to talk to. The phone number is 719-301-3900. You're listening to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker. She is your host. I'm Richard Randall alongside. It's the show that informs and educates you on how to buy and to sell real estate. And when we come back, we'll finish up with these reasons why a buyer may back out. Plus, we're going to be talking about the top three ways to prevent your real estate agent from derailing your purchase.